on episode 31 of RVA Real Estate Talk, why every real estate agent should time block. Let's go. You're listening to RVA Real Estate Talk with Jared Davis and Galen Parker, your source for an honest, insightful look into Central Virginia's real estate market. Combined, Jared and Galen have over 20 years sales experience, as well as hundreds of testimonials from clients past and present who rely on them for advice and assistance when buying and selling homes in today's incredibly hot and competitive real estate market. And now, your hosts, Jared Davis and Galen Parker. I am Jared Davis. And I am still... Galen Parker. Welcome to RVA Real Estate Talk, whether you are watching or listening. Galen, how are you? Welcome back. I'm doing great, man. I am fired up for success. Me too. January, thank you so much for being just a wonderful month that you are. I love the beginning. We've, we're already killing it this year. I love I'm the beginning. I'm so excited for the numbers. I cannot wait to see. We just listed a $19.5 million industrial warehouse. Mm. Shout out to Francis on our team for... His very first one. His first deal. First deal, $19.5 million I know, complex. I know if you're a realtor, you're listening to this and you're just thinking, I imagine getting your percentage that commission off of 19 you million your call, first you deal. should call him right now and ask him about that <laughs> i mean he wouldn't even know what he to better say. be working yeah, yeah i mean you think like we so we sold a package last year and you know we're in richmond virginia so you know we're not million dollar listing Same la miami. and miami you know when you watch those shows and you see the outrageous commissions and all that good stuff yeah that's not us you know we have average <laughs> price points 300,000 315,000 is our exact team average price point yeah um, we did a package last year that was like six and a half million dollars, and I told my wife, I was like, I'll never do anything bigger than this in my life, right? Like, it's just, like, what are the odds? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. unless you just run full commercial, and that's like all you're procuring. We do commercial, but even that, right? Most of the time, you're million dollar office space, two million, you know, six and a half was big. So to have a nineteen and a half million dollar warehouse is like, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about it. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, it's huge. Loving it. I also, uh, what got me fired up, and you and I talked about this last week, um, we've got newer agents on um, the team. And sometimes as team leads, you're just like, all right, do all these things, follow my instructions, and it should work out, right? And sometimes they don't follow instructions, but I got a message from two of the newer people. Shout out to Emily and Brittany. Emily's like, Brittany just came by my house. It was like, she's like, Brittany came to my house this weekend, and we got together, and we game plan, and we're going to be accountability partners. And I was just like... This is so beautiful. I love that stuff. Like I told Jared immediately. I'm like, look what they've done. They were like, they got together. They're calling leads and stuff, and they're like asking, like, what should we do here? And what's some other opportunities? Can we shadow? I'm like, yes, all yeah. of it. You can do all of these things. A women's podcast. Sure, mm. I would this, love it. This is why it's so good That's to have. Brilliant. You have to have enough people on your team. I know this is a total sidetrack to this no, podcast title, it. but. When you build a team, when you have like one to two to three agents, it is so hard to make it work right because the odds that those one to two to three agents are all going to be best friends and love each other and have camaraderie or even be around because it's such a small amount of people, it's yeah. difficult. But once you get past like 10 people, you start to find that you start to get people that really click, they like each other, and then when Galen's gone or I'm gone, things still turn. They still work. And they go well, They right? still have call days, yes. right? So you when, know? when that stuff happens, yeah, it makes me so happy. I'm, I just like, think, I'm just proud. I did nothing to do. Yeah, I, I had like, nothing to do with this, but you guys took initiative. Is this how parents feel? I don't know. We don't have kids. 
Uh, yes, yes, it does. Is I'd it? rather not have kids. <laughs> let's I'd never, re- let's never do that. <laughs> let's never have children. Wait, we get the pride. We don't have to have the kids. This is amazing. Can we I? Just, we just unlocked it. I went. I mean, I don't know how many listeners we have, but can I? Daddy, please? can I have a Rolex? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many listeners we have, but can we tell them what what Owen said the last time I was here? Listen, I love that kid. <laughs> That kid's gonna be a feature of the podcast. He, he's not. He's he's turning six at the end of the month. Okay, he's not six. He's twenty six. I mean, I really. What what did little impressionable Owen say? So, Based on his observation skills of a life with Mike. So the last time I was here, I was looking at his his setup and uh, this setup, as you can see on Very camera, nice. if you're watching on YouTube and not listening on the podcast. And he had just ordered two new chairs, and they were just like flimsy and wobbly. And he was like, "Man, these chairs are just not." what i was expecting these things are terrible and owen says my daddy doesn't do anything right (laughs) (laughs) he's not mike's mentor or coach (laughs) immediately after that i put all of his toys in jail (laughs) you're like oh can't he well guess what you like all the new stuff he got it's gone now it's going to your sister i was like is that what mommy says when mike is at work Oh man! See, that, see, I don't want to be roasted by my kid, right? You know, like that's another another re- reason. Four hundred fifty-six million of why Galen right. doesn't have kids. Galen so. would be beating beating my like, child. What'd you just say? <laughs> yeah, what's that? Dang, he does a lot of things right. Let's no. See if I can. Very hey. nice. All right. So what's what's today about? Let's do this. Are we gonna deep dive? Mike, give us our cue. Let's do this deep dive. Let's go. Why every real estate agent should time block. This is crucial. What we've realized building a team and just talking to agents in general is that almost none of them do this. I feel like most people are like, I work for myself. I can kind of build my own schedule out. And they do that. But by doing that, they don't actually block out their time properly. Um, This is very, 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 very true of new agents, new team agents. You know, you try to get them on a schedule of making calls every day or doing this. And, you know, it's crucial. But even I was talking to an agent last uh, week that did... Oh, I think he did like twelve or thirteen million in sales last year. He gets a relax. He would, yeah. And on our team, you got to listen to our last podcast for that. But anyways, I was talking to him. Super successful guy, killer agent, super nice dude. And when I asked him about, hey, are you doing three hours a day of this or that? And he was just like, no, definitely, definitely not doing any of that stuff, right? So this is good for everybody, not just new agents, not just solo agents, not just team agents, not just experience. Everybody, why every agent should time block. So what is it? Uh, one of the things that I, I put in my notes uh, over the past couple of days when I was thinking about that is that time blocking to me represents the time limits that you need to respect for yourself. Yeah. Um, because nature loves a vacuum. And if you do not fill these empty gaps mentally with some sort of structure, something's going to get done. Right? Yeah. If you're not doing something, it's one of the same things where you will be doing nothing. Yeah. And nothing could be social media, complaining on the internet, watching television, sleeping, uh, watching Gossip Girls, or whatever you guys do yeah. uh, when you don't time block. So I, I wrote this said, time blocking is also effective because it helps you follow through on your goals. Yeah. Right? So it's like, if I've got a time, we all have how many hours in a day? 24. You get but, 24, right? But realistically, you're sleeping. Yeah, for a maybe, amount of that. unless you're Steve. So you, 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 <laughs> you shrink that down by, let's say, eight. So mm-hmm. now you're left with 16 hours. What are you going to do with it? Well, you're going to do something. Time is a commodity that's fleeting. So it's going to get eaten up somehow. So you need to stop 
and say, all right, what am I going to do with the first two? What am I going to do with the next three? What am I going to do with the next five? Right. So you've got, you know, that's 10 right there. And so it's like that other six, like you've got to block it out right there because, you know, if you have a concrete plan, that's going to help you follow through with, you know, have you done what you said you were going to do? Do you have the correct true intentions? Are you following up? It puts everything in a beautiful order. And as you mentioned, this is important for new agents. But to me, in a lot of ways, it's almost even more important for people who are successful and busy. Because if you're a super successful and busy person, your time is not yours, really, especially in real estate. It's like we are at the whims and demands of sometimes our clients. And so you have to say, like, all right, no. But between this time and this time, I can't do that. You know, you've got to make it. And when you do it and it works perfectly, you feel so much better at the end of the day. You feel great about yourself because you, you've got a plan. And now you can look back on your goals and say, hey, I didn't get to call Jared or Mike or Susie or Joe back. But I will call them back. They're at the beginning of the party. But if you don't have time block, you're just like, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I did. Maybe I was successful. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I fell on my face. I don't know. You have no goals. You have no structure. And you need to have a business plan. Yeah. So the thing is, we are all inherently busy today. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you're listening to this, you've got probably family. You you're, may have children. You've you're got probably a driving spouse. to something. You've got so much. You've got your day to day. If you've got kids, they probably have extracurricular activities and you've got to get them fed and you've got to get them put to bed and you've got to get them ready for school and you've got to hang out with your spouse and you probably want some recreation time and you want all of these things, right? But when you break it down, there are 1,440 minutes in a day mm. and by the time you sleep, you've got about 1,000 minutes left, right? So it's the 1,000 minute rule, right? What am I doing with this 1,000 minutes to further my real estate business every day? Because if you don't block it out, you will find something to say you're busy. Oh, man. 100%. You'll be like, well, I could organize some files. I could post on social media and then browse social media and look for, you know, potential clients to talk to. Maybe they posted up about looking for a house. And I, right? You'll create work to do in your head that you think is money making, but it's not money making. So what we talked about on our last podcast, episode 30, was... Um, what did we talk about? <laughs> it's like how to be a, a successful agent That's in the first it. year. How and to so, make money in the first so year. So one of the things that we talked about was three hours a day of prospecting. Yeah. So for that, right, that would be part of your time blocking. It would be three hours a day. There's 180 minutes. There's 180 minutes out of that thousand, right? So 180 minutes every single day that you're going to spend prospecting out. For us as a team, we do a team meeting every Tuesday, three o'clock. It never changes. It's always the same day. It's always the same time. It's it's blocked out. It's in my calendar. Every Thursday, we do a call day with our team, one to four. It's in my calendar all the time. That way, if somebody on the team reaches out and they say, hey, I'm looking at you, Alex, by the way. Can you, can you, <laughs> I thought about him, too. Can you come show this property at 145 on Thursday? It's like, no, Bozo. You know exactly what's in the calendar you know that we have call day. So, no, that's the thing. And so what you will find is that your life becomes inherently easier because now as you start to get clients that are coming in, as you start to get busy. See, the time blocking works up front because it actually makes you block the time to do the stuff that you don't want to do to make money, right? Yeah. But then as you do that and you start to get clients, this is why this is so crucial for busy people and busy agents, now all those clients want to see houses. So they say, well, can you show me the house Thursday at 2? And I say, no, I can't. Right, and you say, but Jared, that's a money-making activity. You're going to go to a call day with your with your team instead of showing a house and making money. Yes, I am because that 
is the fruit of all of my agents helping them sell houses. So I could meet you at Thursday at noon. I could meet you Thursday at five, right? Yep. I'm going to block that time out. There's certain things in my personal life, right? Like volunteer work, uh, going to religious services, right? Whatever that may be, that's time blocked too. So if somebody says, hey, can you meet me to show a house on Sunday morning? I'll never miss, you know, going to service because that is a priority of mine that's time blocked it doesn't matter what your activity is yeah unless like you're dying or something right and i have to go to the hospital even then it can wait it, it can make <laughs> right almost everything i'm can not wait. a doctor i'm supposed to save you yeah so. exactly i'll see i'll see you or i won't you know whatever. Come to the, <laughs> come to the that's why i went to service that's, that's right so but but it's so crucial because the busier we get the more crucial it is. So like people in my life, like family will call me and they'll be like, hey, do you want to get dinner? And I'm like, yeah, sure, when? And they'll be like, today at five. And I, I hate I, I hate that I have to say no because it's my family, but like they still just apparently do not realize if you invite me to do something two hours before it happens, it's not going to happen. I've time blocked for the next 14 days of my life. We'll add you, I can add you in then. That's... <laughs> I was talking to a friend. I was like, if you if you've been friends with me and Jared for any amount of time, it's like you've probably just been numb to the frustration of being like, hey, what do you want to do this evening? And I'm like, uh, you mean this evening or two weeks from now? Because yeah. this evening has been spoken of two weeks ago. I've uh, had a friend book me on my website for lunch. Yeah. I, I love that. So, so if you're smart, if, yeah. if you send me a like, calendar invite, I was yeah. like, "What is this address?" Galen, hey Galen, if we do anything, what do you do? I send calendar invites. I get a calendar invite for everything I do with this man because he's smart. He gets it. He understands that if you didn't send me a calendar invite, I'm probably not going to show up because if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't actually even exist to me. So, yeah. and I won't remember. And I that, won't either. Like, I won't remember my mm-hmm. own thing. So, like, I even put like stuff. I'm like, Galen, you're supposed to be here because I when I wake up in the morning, I look at my calendar, and if it's not there, I'm I'm like I'm not going to be yeah. at whatever this location is. That's how that's that's respect, right? You respect that person's time. Like that's all I'm asking for. Just respect my time and vice versa. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. So like uh, yesterday, I had dinner with a with a friend of mine. He's a client yeah. of mine, and we put it on the book like a week and a half ago. And he said, you know, is this is what day is going to work? Pull your counter up. I pull it up. I give him a time. I put it in the counter. His emails on it. My emails on it. That's it. If someone wanted to sh- show a house yesterday or you called me right yeah. you were like hey what are you doing i'm like i've got this right i actually knew what you were gonna do but i just didn't know where you were doing it yeah i was gonna crash it until you told me it was in short pump i'm like i ain't gonna short pump. yeah so so that's the thing so i put it on and then I, and then at about five that day i get a text from him that says are we still on for five <laughs> yeah so this was dinner this wasn't a business meeting yet he knows i'm so stringent on my calendar and some people look at that like a bad thing like someone's like well make sure you're taking time for yourself and doing that like and i did, like, I scheduled it i'm like do you not understand how efficiency works? Like, <laughs> this is how I want to run my life. Like, I am ecstatic all At the 130 time. 1.30 to one thirty-seven. it's personal time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I get my rec time, but again, that's also blocked off. So yeah. to me, I'm like, what? Do you, how? I cannot imagine waking up with an eight-hour day and having nothing in a calendar and being like, let's see how it goes. Well, I don't let's, like it where they do have something and, like, don't even come close to even executing that day. Like, they don't even, like, get the first thing done or even, like, on the schedule. Like, they're all over the place. Well, that's like, on procrastination. Stick, that's pro- stick to the schedule. Stick to the... That's a whole nother podcast. That's, that is, that is that just procrastination. Write, write down, How to not procrastinate. That How to be. not procrastinate, yeah. So it's so crucial that you're putting your prospecting time in. You're putting your showing times in. You're putting your personal time in. Like I said, don't don't think you can't.
and put personal time into your calendar, right? If you want to be home with your family at 6.30 every day so that you can have dinner or whatever it is, yeah. put that in your calendar. So that way when somebody asks for a showing, you don't just book over it. Otherwise, you will book up 24 hours a day in this business for sure. I thought it was funny. So recently there was a realtor. She had a funny post where she said that you know she's she just got signed up with a big coach and she's like, man, this guy is going to unlock the secret key to <laughs> yeah. success, right? And like his first thing was like, well, listen, first thing you do is wake up earlier. <laughs> yeah. And I like, I kind of like laugh because it's just like, yeah, no. But at the same time, you don't necessarily have to do that if you've time blocked your calendar. Now, maybe your, your time block is, yes, I wake up at 5 a.m. and from 5.30 to 6.30, sure, whatever. The issue that I have found that the coaches are trying to allude to is that if you don't have a schedule for things, you're going to do nothing. You're not going to be successful. So, you're just wasting time. Yeah, it's like so if you wake up at 7, whatever, as long as you've got it blocked in your calendar all the things that you need to do, then you're still going to be as successful as a person who woke up at 5 a.m. to listen to the silence of the morning so that they could meditate or whatever they do. Well, that's it. So you want us to coach you, great. It's wake up earlier, get more done, yeah. right? Do more Stick stuff with your time, right? No. That, I mean, that is in a nutshell what it is, but yeah. people pay for coaching because they don't, they're not disciplined enough to actually do it without the coach. So they need that coaching call every week to say, did you actually get up and go to the community morning? Did you do this, right? And that's the problem is most people are like, no. I want to create something called the cost of accountability. Yeah, I just had an idea. What do we do? We charge people when they're not accountable. Like they, they owe us Ooh, more. So we'll coach not you. Not a bad idea. Thousand bucks do a credits? month. Credits? Yeah, we'll, like a credit system. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll help. We'll coach you, but for everything you don't do that we ask you to do, you owe us more money each month. I was like, so if you did everything, I'm like, ah. Oh, so you, if you nice. listen, you'll be more successful and pay us less. But if you don't listen, you'll be less successful and pay us more. Mm. That's pretty good. I like so it. it's the opposite of a union. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> sure. So, so uh, is there anything else that you can think of that needs to be time blocked as yes. far as go for it? So I wrote out for me when I was just trying to give some thoughts to what needed to be done. Um, I said, you know, time is your most valuable commodity and you can't mm -hmm. get it back. So there are certain things that you have to accomplish. So I wrote prospecting. Yep. Following up. Mm -hmm. Following through, which is not the same as following up. Marketing. Education. Shadowing maybe a, a larger agent, someone who's more successful, maybe your mentor. Mm -hmm. uh, networking. Yeah. And then I put in personal time. You and I are big on networking, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but for a moment, those are my, but I want to go to the following through one, right? Following back, following up with people is very important, but there's nothing more frustrating to me and to you and to everyone for a person who doesn't follow through what with what we were you know, you, what you were tasked with. And I think you and I felt it more, especially in 2020 when we were talking about like finding contractors who could you know, do a job, they never followed through, right? It's like, I need you to go quote this, they never did it. Or you tell an agent, hey, I need you to do this, and they never do it. Following through is such a huge portion of your time because that's what's going to separate you from the guy who was like, oh yeah, I can run you a comp. Oh yeah, I can schedule a showing. And if you don't follow through, I mean, you're just a disaster. You're falling on your face because you've got a client they're looking at you, and then you just don't do anything. It's the this, worst. This is where, I mean, it's it, it falls in line to time blocking a little bit where to-do lists help so much. Oh, no, that's huge, for because, sure. Because, you know, to me, it's like if you're not putting down everything that you actually need to get done on a regular basis, there's no way you're not going to forget. So yeah. not, <laughs> not only do you have to, like, allot the time for it, but you've got to write it down. And, and there's times when, you know, I have lost money in the past off of clients that was just sheer stupidity. Just like, hey... Uh, we want to sell this thing. It's in a, it's we're in a rush. Yada yada yada. I get busy with appointments. I don't send them a comp that day. 
you know, they call somebody two days later, they put it up, they sell it within the day, and you're like, great, I just lost eight, nine thousand yeah. dollars because I didn't send the CMA over that would have taken ten minutes had I just, like I said, gotten up ten minutes earlier or just done it before I went to bed or whatever. And so, man, it stings when you lose a deal like that. or It's teaching. Or because you didn't time block your calls that you only call somebody one or two times and then you finally get back to them and they say, oh, we already bought a house. Man, oh, the yeah. amount of times that my team gets that Ooh. and it's like, man, if, if this should only happen a couple of times before you're like, I'm never letting this happen again. Yeah. Right. And so that's, that's like me. I've been stung a couple of times by things and I'm like, this is never happening to me in my business again. When, and, um slight side note shout out to the team because they have reacted beautifully in 2022 mm -hmm. as far as following up on their calls i mean it's hard pressed now for you and i to like log into the crm and be like all right let's go these calls these leads aren't getting go they're like oh they they were all you called them this morning yeah you called them eight times this morning you called them yesterday too i'm like oh, okay well you're all doing a beautiful job keep up the good work at dave's group so it's a testament to the team doing what they need to do absolutely it's man. also a testament as, as a team leader you need to get your systems in order if you're trying to like get people to make calls i mean we've got we've got it dialed in pretty well <laughs> i now. track everything that they do at this point it's like yeah i know how many calls they've made how many how many minutes they've been on the phone yep. i can track and then we've got the new system where it's just like i pull leads mm -hmm. that have been neglected after automatically uh, after two days after a week and so it's just like automatically it's going back to the people who will call them and like having your leads taken away and then seeing like someone you work mm -hmm. with be successful with the lead. And it clearly says like this lead is assigned to Michael Resendez. Yeah. And now it's closed by Galen Parker. And you're just like, that was my money. Yeah. What do I get? And you're like, you get nothing. Yeah, exactly. Because you called them once and then forgot about them. Definitely like, not getting a Rolex at the end of the year. I'll tell <laughs> you that. rocking that Rolex. That's right. See, so that's, uh, yeah, it's it's crucial. I, let's talk a little bit for me, Jared, for, for just the listener. I, uh, time blocking for networking. Why is that so important? So, man. Hate to put you on the spot. But. No, 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 it's not on the spot. I mean, I am a giant networker, and I can't tell anybody how to build their real estate business because everybody does it differently, yeah. right? So, like I said, we've talked about definitely prospecting as far as making calls to leads. You may be calling expired. You may be calling FISBOs. You may have leads coming in. I have built my business on networking. I always joke with the guy in my old office, Chris Elliott, because he gets in the office at like 7 a.m. every day and he blasts hundreds of calls every day. You know, he's on the phone, he's crushing it, he's, he kills it. He's way more disciplined than I am. I always joke with him though. I hope you listen to this, Chris, because I outproduce you every year. I, I, we'll, send, I, we'll send you the link. Don't worry, Chris. Can we, can we cut this? Can we cut this link and send it to Chris Elliott? And, and like, a special but, teaser. That's right. Just just for him. Because Picture every him. time I talk to him, he, I see his schedule. I'm like, you you work so much harder than me. He's time blocked to a T. But if you're like Chris, will you come have lunch with me? He's like looking at his watch the entire time. Like he's got to get back to his phone. And I, I have built my business on who wants to drink margaritas with me every day. Right. Yeah. Like. Uh, to me, that is the biggest, most crucial part of my business to the point where I, I'm thankful, yet I, I joke on a daily basis how annoying it is that everywhere I go, someone's like, hey, Jared, and I don't know who they are most of the time because I've built just that much of a name within the city that it, it at this point has become comical. It's probably three to four times a week someone's like, hey, Jared, and most of the time I know them at least three times in the last month. I have had no idea who was talking to me, but that's because... We have literally just built our business around networking. Who wants to go out to other realtors, other investors, yeah. flippers, whoever it is? Because if we can build the relationship on 
what value can we offer? Whether it's, hey, if you want to find flips, we'll find them for you because we're networking with wholesalers. Or if, if you're a wholesaler, we want to network with you because we're going to find buyers. Or if you're an agent, we want to network with you because we want to help you grow your business either on our team or through eXp. Whatever it may be, that to me is probably the biggest chunk of time I spend on a weekly basis yeah. now. We, I think uh, a lot of times we get people that are like, you and Jared, or you you get to go to like so many, you're always at a different restaurant. You're always, always out eating something. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but it's not like it's just like, oh, I love to eat out a lot. I'm like, one, I'm rarely ever there alone. Yeah. I'm always there with like another agent, another client, someone mm-hmm. that I'm trying to network. I'm trying to build something with that person. Yeah. And so it's like not like we're just out running around different places, even though we love, hey, we love the nice things. But there's a reason. It's part of our business plan. It's it's really networked out. It's time blocked out. And so if you want to come and, and shadow and witness that, by all means, we want to drink a margarita with you. I mean, my wife asks me on almost a daily basis, like when I leave the house, it's always, what do you have today? And I give her my calendar. And then she typically follows it up with, are you eating dinner with somebody? Because she just knows that my life is built around, you know, not every night because I like to be home with my wife or I like to take her to dinner. But she knows that there's probably at least a couple times a week where it's like we either have an agent dinner, we either have a client dinner, we have an investor dinner, we have a partner dinner. There is something because we're furthering those relationships. And that is how I've built what we've built. Through their bellies, okay. uh, so that you know, think, that's a perfect answer as to why you know networking is so a, a critical portion of some of the things. And obviously, prospecting we've we've talked about that at at nauseum, but following up, following through, all of those things. Another huge big one, and we're, we'll go into this probably another episode. Education, mm. like different. Mm-hmm education pieces that you should be involving yourself in, whether it's reading a book, um, whether it's listening to podcasts, whether it's just, sometimes I think the best education is like just having conversations with people. That's why the um, network with other agents is so big, right? Yeah, even so, if you're not at EXP, even if you're like, I don't want to recruit people, great, whatever. I, before I was at EXP, sat down with realtors all the time because I would oh, always 100%. get something out of it that they were doing that I could copy and vice versa. I was on Zoom before Zoom was yeah. because I'm like just trying to, I'm like, hey, can, can I just borrow some of your time and just like talk to you face to face? So, and cliff note on education for time blocking, you're driving as a realtor all the time. Yeah. Literally, I hope you're driving and listening to this right this second. Podcast. That's the real driving for dollars. Am I right? I, I I love music. I love music. I, I have a shower playlist every morning that gets me <laughs> pumped up. But when I get in the car, 90% of the time, I'm listening to either a podcast or an audiobook or something because I might as well fill that hour a day or two hours a day that I drive with something that's going to be valuable to me. Very nice. So time block your drives as and, well. And we hope that you guys have listened to this and you realize the importance of, of you know, time blocking. If you have questions, you're not sure what to do or how to put it, Jared, how can they reach you? They can get me at Jared, J-A-R-E-D, at centralvarealty.com. Hit him with that Instagram. Uh, underscore, underscore, the Davis group. And yeah, if we can help you build your team in any way, uh, we are we are helping teams all over the country and even the world build up their business. Galen, if you need me, it is your realtor's favorite realtor, R V A, Galen at centralvarealty.com. Thank you. That's it. This is another episode of RVA Real Estate Talk. If you have not already, please like and subscribe. You can check out our other videos. We're going to be doing more training videos for agents. We have another uh, channel that's devoted to Richmond, Virginia. So if you're in our local market, you should check out that. It's Living in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, new ep- first episode out. 
Well, yeah. soon it's about, it's about it's to about launch. To we've got we've got everybody that working on that. This is about to drop. I'm excited. Yeah. So this again, episode 31, RV Real Estate Talk. Thank you for watching or listening. We'll catch you next time. If you have a real estate question that you would like to ask Jared or Galen, reach out to them at Jared at CentralVARealty.com or Galen at CentralVARealty.com. Who knows? It may even be featured on an upcoming episode. 